Hi guys, and welcome back to Pieces of Passion. I'm Macy, your host, and I'm so happy to be here with you all today. I just moved in to my new house at TCU and went through a rush, which was super exciting. Today is bid day and classes start tomorrow. I love my new roommates and all of the people here are so kind and I can honestly say I feel so at home. I'm nervous and excited for classes to start because I feel like a freshman all over again. Super weird, but regardless, I'm just so happy to be here. I decided to double major in nutrition and entrepreneurship, so my schedule this semester is loaded with science classes um, because I can't get into the business school until next semester. Um, So this is terrifying because I haven't taken chem or bio since freshman and sophomore year of high school. So I'm hoping I can get into a good routine with school, the gym, sorority stuff, and everything else, and then I'll be able to record and talk to you guys more regularly and on a consistent weekly or bi-weekly basis. But yeah, the rec center here is super nice, which is really exciting, Um, but it's been so crowded, so I'm hoping it'll die down once school starts. But anyway, that's all my little life updates, so let's get right into today's episode. Today's topic is a loaded one, and it affects everyone, so I feel like it's super important and needs to be talked about. Finding a healthy relationship with food and exercise can be extremely difficult. Body image affects every one of us, and no matter how confident someone may seem, So much could be going on behind the scenes and they could really be struggling. I have had my own struggles throughout my life with body image and I'm still working through it to this day. Um, But there's a toxic side of health and wellness like we talked about last week, which if you haven't listened to that episode, I would encourage you to. It was a good one. Um, But the toxic side of wellness can cause people to pick up unhealthy habits surrounding food, fitness, and how they view their body and their self-worth. And unfortunately, I have fallen into this trap and I'm just now detoxing and working through it. Growing up, especially as an athlete, you basically eat whatever you want, when you want. And as a kid, your metabolism is running high and you aren't really focused on looks with regard to yourself or other people. You may go back for a second cookie and hear a parent say, that'll catch up to you one day, but typically you brush it off and move on. However, as we all grow up, a lot more emphasis is placed on looks in all aspects. Makeup becomes a daily part of girls' routines. People are more conscious and diligent with skincare as acne becomes another thing to be insecure about. Braces are coming and going, and everyone is feeling the weight of insecurities and judgment. This is a terrifying time that can really take a toll on people's self-concept. The carefree ways of playing and living life as a child come to an end, and friendships, relationships, and popularity all come into the spotlight. People are inherently biased and make prejudgments on everything around them based on their previous life experiences, how they grew up, and just pure human nature. Having bias is a way for our brain to categorize and explain why something or someone is a certain way to protect us from the unknown. While this is neither good or bad, it is just a fact. 
People naturally judge new people or experiences in order to better understand or explain it. Bias can become a reflection of one's own insecurities, and they push it on others in order to protect themselves from feeling alone or self-conscious. This becomes dangerous and can really end up hurting people and destroying their self-esteem. A lot of this, especially for females, becomes about our bodies. One small comment or even look can make a lifelong impact on the way someone sees themselves. This is extremely important to keep in mind because you never know what someone is truly struggling with no matter how confident or perfect they may seem. Everyone has insecurities and gets self-conscious, but when it starts to consume your every thought and you begin basing your self-worth on your appearance or what you perceive your appearance to be, it can lead you down a dangerous path. Our minds are extremely powerful and can truly alter the way we see ourselves versus how we actually look. This can cause us to hate our bodies rather than appreciating them and everything they do for us. Your body enables you to live your life, and treating your body correctly with proper fuel and rest allows it to thrive. When we accept our body and show it love, it will show us the same thing back, and you will feel so much better. How you feel matters so much more than how you look, I promise you that. Your body sends you signals to your, to your brain, and when it needs something... And when you ignore these signals, you're damaging your body. And when you do this consistently, for example, not allowing yourself to eat when you feel hungry over and over will cause your body to adapt and this decreases your metabolic rate so it can function with what you're giving it. This can cause so much long-term damage to your body. When you aren't fueling properly, your metabolism slows down and your body starts breaking down muscle and... um. It does this to release the glucose inside to provide you with energy that you aren't providing it with. This is canceling out the weights you may be lifting or the yoga and Pilates that you're doing because your muscles aren't able to grow without the proper nutrients. So not only are you becoming irritable and hangry and probably miserable to be around, but you're slowing down your bodily functions and going into a state of survival mode. This is so important to understand, and I know how hard it can be to feel like you're eating too much or eating more than your friends, but everyone's body is different and has different needs, so you have to listen to yours. This past year, I struggled a lot with anxiety, which developed into stomach issues like I've talked about before. At this point in my life, I really felt like I couldn't control any aspect of my life because I was stuck in a place where I was extremely unhappy And at the time, I thought I was going to be stuck there for two and a half more years. This lack of control and constant unfulfillment caused me to hyper-focus on what I could control, which was food, exercise, and quote-unquote bettering myself. I poured all of my energy into myself, and the only thing that made me feel like I was improving or moving forward was exercise and eating clean. I had no escape other than working out. I would cycle, lift, walk, do yoga, Pilates, go on a run. I was doing anything I could to just take up time and get my mind off of everything else. I would do multiple workouts a day and started counting calories and comparing it to how much I was burning because it was the only thing I felt like I could control at the time. I was at a school where I couldn't study what I wanted to study, so it felt like I was making no progress in terms of my career goals. I was playing a sport that was tearing my body apart and making me miserable mentally, 
I didn't have very many people that were going to be there long term that I felt like I could really count on or that I really clicked with. I always thought when I went to college, I would feel so independent. But in reality, I was a prisoner to my own schedule and my own lifestyle. The only things that felt like I was able to break free was making myself a priority and trying to get in the best shape and be my best self. All I wanted to do was graduate and start focusing on what actually mattered to me. This caused me to fall into such a dangerous cycle. I had seen so many friends and other people in the past deal with eating disorders and have poor relationships with food and exercise, and I never thought it would happen to me. Deep down, I knew where I was headed, but I didn't want to come to terms with it because I was already so miserable. When I came home for summer, I hadn't even realized how much my body had changed. A few people said, wow, you look so good, and it caught me off guard because I hadn't really noticed any changes. Deep down, I knew I didn't feel good, even though society's beauty standards may have aligned with how I looked. I knew I had to make a change because hyper-focusing on food and exercise wasn't a sustainable way to live, and it definitely wasn't healthy. I wasn't even trying to change how I looked by changing my habits around food and exercise. That was never my goal. It was just to improve myself and feel better, but it spiraled into more than that because I had no other outlet. The entire time at school, I was still constantly bloated and dealing with stomach stomach discomfort due to anxiety. I had tried cutting out dairy gluten, all the basic things the doctors assume when going through this. Cutting out gluten made me even more focused on what I was eating and really restricted what I could eat in social situations, which made me even more irritable and less social and more anxious. I wanted to be by myself and able to control what food I was surrounded by to ensure I wouldn't be hungry. This caused me even more stress and anxiety. While I still don't eat very much gluten based on the fact that nutritionally it isn't great for people in general, I'm no longer going to freak out if there's some soy sauce on my sushi. Gluten wasn't the problem. It was anxiety and being stuck in an environment that didn't serve me well. Transferring schools has enabled me to relieve so much stress and gain back so much control over my own life. While exercise is still a great outlet for me and it definitely always will be, I now have so many other outlets and general fulfillment with where I'm at in life and food and fitness don't need to be a hyperfixation any longer. They are just one aspect of my life. I've already met so many amazing people here and feel like I'm getting my personality back. For so long, I had forgotten what it was like to look forward to things and wake up excited about what's next. I've gained back confidence and laughter and my social battery is immensely higher than it had been the past nine months. And while I'm still working on my relationship with food and exercise and how I see myself, I know I'm making healthy progress in a way that is sustainable and makes me feel good. I understand that listening to my body is important for growing muscle and for both my mental and physical health. And I'm also so excited to continue to learn more about nutrition um, throughout my time here at TCU. In college, it's so common to hear girls say, they aren't going to eat before going out, or they feel fat or guilty for eating quote-unquote too much. Girls may stop eating before they are full just because their friend didn't finish their food. They don't want to seem like they eat too much or they are terrified of their bodies changing, so they restrict and then maybe binge later. These cycles are harmful mentally and physically. 
Guilt and shame around food is far too common when food is meant to give us energy and enable us to live the life we want. It brings people together and is so, so important. Comparing what you eat to what others are eating takes the enjoyment out of eating. It's not meant to be stressful or cause anxiety. It's meant to provide us with all of the nutrients we need. I had become so focused on looking skinnier that I was isolating and not even living my life. What's the point of even being skinny if you aren't enjoying or experiencing life? Time goes by so fast, and missing out on opportunities to socialize and try new things because you don't want to eat the wrong thing and feel guilty or you don't want to or you don't feel skinny enough is ruining your self-growth and potential friendships and making memories that may last forever. No one cares what you look like. It's how you treat others and the energy you put off that matters. At your funeral, no one's going to say, oh yeah, she had a tiny waist and a fat ass, or, well, sophomore year of college, she gained 10 pounds. They're not talking about that at all. They're going to be thinking and talking about your character, and the amazing memories that you shared together. When you hang out with loved ones or even strangers, you're not looking at their pant size. You're looking for their personality. You are your own worst critic in every single way. So shut the voice down in your head um, because you are beautiful and worthy no matter what. And even if you don't feel confident because I promise you, no one does every single second of every day. Think about what really matters and recognize that you have control over how you see yourself. Reaffirm yourself, talk out loud, hype yourself up, lean on a friend, do whatever you need to do to feel that self-love. But don't shut down and self-isolate and miss out on amazing memories just because of how you may see your body. Trust me, I've missed out on many fun times because of fear and anxiety over what I look like, and I regret every single one of those moments. And college goes by so fast, and missing out on those memories will only lead you to regret it later on. Your body will change, and that's completely normal. Different times of our lives call for different routines and habits. Sometimes we may have the time to work out consistently, but maybe when you're starting a new job that demands the majority of your time, you have to make sacrifices. You may be eating on the go more and eating out and sitting more, which may reflect changes in your body. Nothing is permanent, and it isn't realistic for you to look like what you did when you were 16 years old, so stop comparing. As long as you are prioritizing yourself, especially mentally, and you feel good, that's truly all that matters. Reprogramming your mind and detoxing from being in a cycle of self-hatred and restriction can be extremely difficult, but it is so rewarding in the end. Your happiness and overall well-being comes first and matters so much more than a number on a scale. Weight is so irrelevant. 140 pounds can look completely different on every single person, so please don't let a meaningless number determine how you feel about yourself. Being healthy looks different on everyone's body. Genetics, height, and so many other factors play a role. It's important to eat what makes you feel good and participate in movements that are right for your body. If you hate running, you don't need to force yourself to run because other people are and you feel like you have to. Try lower impact workouts like yoga and incline walking. 
walking is the most important type of movement for our bodies. We were, it's literally what we were created to be able to do. Yet so many people undervalue its importance. HIIT workouts may not be the best for your body. They may lead to more stress and inflammation. So finding what, wor- what works for you and leaves you feeling good afterwards is the most important thing. There are so many stigmas and ways for companies to make money by promoting certain workouts and promising certain things and making you feel bad if you're not going that extra mile. And also men and women have different needs for their bodies and different workouts are going to affect them differently based on your cycle and your hormones and everything else. When I was playing soccer in college, my body was constantly inflamed and struggling. I was pushing it through so much and it was fighting against me. This caused me to struggle with my own relationship with my body and tore me apart from a sport I once loved when I had a more more manageable practice and game schedule that wasn't as physically demanding. College athletes are expected to perform at such a high level um, pretty much all year long, and I respect these people so much, and I've been in their shoes because they truly are going through so much mental and physical strain for a sport they love and that is a part of who they are, and they deserve so much credit for that. There is so much you have to offer this world, and none of it has anything to do with what you look like. So allow yourself to experience things without being overshadowed by a feeling of guilt and thoughts of counting calories and restricting in order to fit into certain standards you believe you have to fit into. Exercise to feel good and relieve stress rather than being stressed because you didn't burn enough calories or you feel like you didn't do enough. Put your body first and appreciate how much it's doing for you. Give it the nutrients and care it needs to continue to function properly. Take a rest day. Allow your muscles to recover. Don't allow your body to need to resort to survival mode and find energy from within and slowly deteriorate. Because this is just doing so much long-term damage and one day you're going to really regret allowing yourself to fall into this cycle. So get out of it as soon as you can. Because you are inherently worthy and people in your life who deserve your time and truly care for you and are going to be there for you regardless of whatever mental or physical state you may be in are going to be there for you. Your body is going to go through changes as we go through life changes and this is completely okay. This is normal. You are right where you need to be and being able to love yourself no matter what takes time and it may take work, but I'm confident that every single one of you and myself will get to this place. I'm still working through these skills and working through these intrusive thoughts, but I know I'm doing the right thing for myself by shutting these voices down and no longer restricting myself from making memories or eating certain foods. Because when I was doing these things, I wasn't happy. I was searching for control. I'm now in an environment so much better suited and aligned with who I am and who I want to become. So surround yourself with people who make you feel good and who support you and let go of what is no longer serving you and take control of your own life rather than staying stagnant and in a state of unfulfillment. Change is so difficult, but it's the only way we can grow the majority of the time. I know this was a lot to take in and we covered a lot of super deep and honestly 
difficult topics to talk about. Um, it's really hard for me to talk about my own struggles, um, especially as someone who, um, where like nutrition and fitness is such a huge part of my life and will be for the rest of my life because I want to become a registered dietitian and help as many people as I can with food and their body because it is such such a problem in today's world with diet culture and workout culture and brands and I don't know advertisements being shoved in our face and constantly making us feel like we aren't doing enough when in reality we are doing enough and everybody everyone's body is so different and has different needs so comparing what you're eating to what someone else is eating and comparing your workouts to other people's is just going to end up hurting you mentally because it's not realistic and you are so much more than your body and this world has so much to offer you and you have so much to offer this world so don't let these thoughts restrict you from finding your purpose and living a life that you can't wait to wake up to every single day so I just want to thank you guys for listening and um, I hope that this helped you or if you think it could help someone else I hope they find this episode so if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, please, please leave a rate and review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen, or share this to your story or with a friend who may need to hear it. This helps me out so, so much, and it allows more people to find this podcast, so I would really appreciate it. If you guys need to talk or have any feedback, I love hearing from you guys, so feel free to DM me at Macy Lee Jones on Instagram or Follow the podcast account and you can DM me on there at piecesofpassion.thepod on Instagram. But anyways, I love you guys. I hope you guys have the rate, a great rest of your week and great rest of your month here in August. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Much love, Macy.